I'm Paul Taylor. Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays. So today I'm going to tackle a pretty thorny and controversial issue in the world of nutrition. Do saturated fats cause heart disease? Well, this has been um, pretty dominant in the thinking of lots of nutritional recommendations, government nutritional recommendations, since the late 1970s. So very, very quick bit of history. In 1977, dietary guidelines came out in the United States saying that we should limit the amount of cholesterol in the diet. 1983, dietary guidelines said in the United States that we should limit the amount of fat, particularly saturated fat. And they those dietary guidelines were adopted by lots of other nations including the Brits and the Australians, the Kiwis. Now, when you look back at it, um, there is a really interesting research paper showing that the randomized control trial evidence at the time did not support those recommendations. So where these recommendations came from was observational studies that people who ate higher amounts of fat and particularly saturated fat tended to have higher levels of cholesterol, particularly LDL cholesterol. And the thinking at the time was LDL cholesterol causes heart disease. Therefore, you shouldn't eat saturated fat because it's going to contribute to heart disease. Now, lots of those studies at the time were observational studies. So that means that basically they just observed people over a long period of time. Um, they asked them about what they tend to eat in their typical diet. And then they see who dies um, and what they die of. And then they try to make inferences. Now, observational studies in any other branch of science are not good for coming to conclusions. They are to generate hypotheses that you should then test with more rigorous study designs, particularly randomized control trials. And if you actually look back at the at, at the time, this it's called the diet heart hypothesis. And it was actually first proposed in the 1950s, guys called Ansel Keys and others. But there were many large government-funded randomized control trials, as I said, the gold standards, and they were conducted all over the world in the 1960s and 70s to test this diet heart hypothesis. And there was more in, in all of these, there's more than 75,000 75, people who were tested and followed long enough to obtain, obtain these what we call hard endpoints. So Did they get heart disease? Did they die of heart disease? Which are better than what was their cholesterol, their LDL, their HDL cholesterol. And the results of those trials didn't support the hypothesis. Um, and they were largely ignored or dismissed because for a number of different reasons and some vested interests, this heart health hypothesis was the prevailing thing. Now, um, Researchers have more recently gone back and looked at these studies and conducted a review. And the first review of all of those trials was published in 2010. And since then, there have been nearly 20 review papers by separate teams of scientists all around the world. And that's really, really important that they're separate um, teams of scientists. So let's explore just some of those things, right? So um, there was a general review paper published in Nutrients uh, in 2021 called Dietary Saturated Fats and Health Are the US Guidelines Evidence-Based? And they came to the conclusion that multiple reviews of evidence have demonstrated that a recommendation to limit consumption of saturated fats to more, no more than 10% of calories is not supported by rigorous scientific studies. Importantly, neither this guideline nor the guideline for replacing saturated fats 
fats with polyunsaturated fats considers the central issue of the health effects of differing food sources of those fats, right? So it's that was basically saying, you've got to look at the different sources as well. And by the way, the evidence is not supportive of this idea. And then there's another study, 2021, Total Dietary Fat Intake, Fat Quality and Health Outcomes, a scoping review of systematic reviews of prospective studies. So basically, they included um, 59 um, different studies were concluded. uh, And and what they found um, was that um, there was no association of total fat, monounsaturated fat, polyunsaturated fat, and saturated fat with risk of chronic diseases. And another research paper, Saturated Fats and Health, a reassessment of proposal for food-based recommendations in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology, state-of-the-art review. And basically, and this is a whole group of prominent scientists, and they have challenged this cap on saturated fats. And the key message was that taking together the evidence from both Cohort studies and randomized trials does not support the assertion that further restriction of dietary saturated fat will reduce clinical cardiovascular events. And they went on to say, whole fat dairy, unprocessed meat, eggs, and dark chocolate are are saturated fat-rich foods with a complex matrix that are not associated with increased risk of cardiovascular disease. The totality of available evidence does not support further limiting the intake of such foods. And I could go on, but basically they were saying, um, uh, they suggested some uh, that there was bias um, in the in the research and bias by certain people who are producing dietary guidelines, and they suggested a fo- a couple of different uh, adjustments or tweaks. Some of these tweaks to the nutritional guidelines were making the public aware that uh, um, understanding that many foods, um, real foods such as whole fat dairy play an important role in meeting dietary recommendations. They may also be rich in saturated fats. That does not make them bad, right? They also suggested they should make the public aware that low-carbohydrate diets high in saturated fats, um, um, which are popular for maintaining body weight, may also improve metabolic disease endpoints in some individuals. And here's the key thing. Not everybody reacts the same way um, to fats in the diet. This is because different people have different genes, right? And they also suggest you should encourage committees in charge of making these recommendations to translate them into appropriate culturally sensitive dietary patterns tailored to different populations. Um, There was the World Health Organization um, draft guidelines on saturated fats and trans fatty acids. This was a review by a group of leading um, scientists who, who looked at different aspects of the science of saturated fats and they encouraged the World Health Organization to reconsider their recommendations to cap these fats. Uh, And then there has been a number of randomized control trials, um, one called Fat or Fiction, the the diet heart hypothesis, and their conclusions were diets that replace saturated fat with polyunsaturated fat do not convincingly reduce cardiovascular events or mortality. We must consider that the diet heart hypothesis is invalid or requires moderate modification. And then there's another review, Dietary Saturated Fat and Heart Disease, a narrative review. This was a review of 19 different meta-analysis 
um, including reviews of both clinical uh, trial data and observational studies. Um, that was published in Nutrition Reviews in 2019. Their conclusions were meta-analysis of observational studies found no association between saturated fat intake and heart disease, while meta-analysis of randomized control trials were inconsistent but tended to show lack of an association. The American Heart uh, Association's stance regarding the strength of the evidence for the recommendation to limit saturated fats for heart disease prevention may be overstated and in need of re-evaluation. And there's lots of other ones that I could go into, but taken together, um, the totality of evidence by a whole host of different research groups and scientists around the world show pretty clearly that it's time to kill off this diet heart hypothesis and the idea that saturated fats cause heart disease. Now, having said that, different people react differently um, to different nutrients. What we know from nutrigenomics is the diet that is best for you is not necessarily the diet that is best for me. But taken together at a population level, um, shows that basically the dietary recommendations for the last 30 to 40 years around saturated fat have actually been wrong. And we need to get back to eating real food. I've talked numerous times about ultra-processed food and the real risk comes from eating ultra-processed food that isn't really real food. It is stuff that has gone undergone um, significant amounts of processing, significant amount of additives that are actually driving um, a lot of the health issues for today. So hopefully that clears up things a little bit. So just don't be so concerned about your saturated fat intake. I'm not saying go boogaloo, but this idea that we have to limit it to 10% calories um, should really be killed off. So that is it from me for this week. Catch you next time. If you enjoyed today's episode and you think somebody else might benefit from it, uh, just share the episode with them. The other thing you can do to support the podcast is leave us a review because they really help. Catch you next time.